0: Everybody, hello. Welcome to the a Podcast. It's us. I'm Nick.
1: I'm Elise, and I'm Alex.
0: <laughs> um, how is everyone? <laughs> Good. <laughs> have, have we managed to avoid being apprehended by the secret police so far? So far, but we'll
1: see how well that holds out. <sighs> so far, their only sightings have been out in Portland, but.
0: Uh, oh, they're working to fix that.
1: They are working to fix that. Although apparently they're getting their butts handed to them in Portland, so
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I saw a um I saw a story today about like two thousand people, including like the moms and dads protests, mm-hmm. which are my favorite things to come out of this. Like the dads with leaf blowers. Yeah. Did did you see that one?
1: I didn't see that one, but I heard about it, yeah. yeah. About people with leaf blowers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because there was the, the the shield of moms. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the fucking pigs didn't stop beating up these, like, little middle-aged ladies mm-hmm. protecting the protesters. And, like, dads showed up after that with leaf blowers to blow away uh, the tear gas, which was that's pretty rad. Um, But, yeah, like, I saw another story today of, like, 2,000 people bursting in and, like, driving back the feds. Mm-hmm. And I like every other comment, like it was it was I hate to be that person that's like, oh Russian bots, but it's like all every other comment was almost exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And it was like a quote, it was the same quote from the article. Or maybe they were just quoting the headline. And then like, oh, does that sound like peaceful protesters to you? And I'm like, they would be. <laughs> <laughs> they were until the cops started attacking like <laughs> they always throw the first punch you know like yeah.
2: it's like the um the the trump ad that's like you won't be safe in biden's america but it's just all video from trump america like way to make your point man way to make your point
1: yeah no it's uh cops always escalate shit and uh, yeah, yeah. Not, not much, not much that we can say more to, uh, I I mean, it's, it's, this this is still going on. We're how many, how many months into the, this and, uh, this shit's still happening.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, let's look, let's look at it this way. I mean, mean... usually this stuff only ever stops, not because the, like, Pe- the protesters got what they wanted, but because people had to go back to work. And as I said on this very podcast months ago,
3: mm-hmm.
0: no one's going to have to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's part of the problem. Is that like the only people who are like fucking employed right now are the feds, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just it, it's it's exacerbating already existent um, like class divides and societal strains.
2: And, and you know, let's be real here. This isn't, like, I mean, yes, it's been, like, in the forefront and there have been protests. But, I mean, Black Lives Matter, even as just Black Lives Matter, that movement, like, has been going on for years at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that. You know what I mean? Like, how long did the Ferguson protest go on for you know what I mean like this isn't anything that's happening is not new the things that are new about it and even like you know even the stuff with like the secret police even with people being pulled you know off of the street like that's not even new in America either you know what I mean like like you know you had like this is all because of you know things that were laws that were signed in under the Obama administration,
3: mm-hmm.
2: so I mean, like it's not, like I say, like none of this is new no. It's not even that it's been going on for a few months at this point. I mean, this has been going on for several years, and if you look historically at civil rights movements, you have you have moments of i mean you hate to compare it to war, right? But there's periods of hot and cold, right? So there's periods where things are very hot, things are very, like, there are pictures, there are cameras, there are protests, there are, you know, federal thugs out in the street beating innocent protesters. And then you have prolonged periods where things... Seem relatively quiet you know what I mean because it's like yeah like we're just we're always in this like as much as America is in a perpetual cycle of war since truly since our inception as a country we are also constantly in a in a cycle of really just like people being allowed to say like I'm a fucking human being and you need to fucking treat me like one you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's like, even, you know, even as we look at the 1960s protest um, for civil rights, that leads into, you know, the disability rights movement, it leads into the gay rights movement, like, all of these things are connected. And, and, you know, what we're experiencing now, I don't want anybody to get the idea of like, Oh, this is just this came out of nowhere, or this is like, you know, a fad or whatever. It's like, no, this is this is a period where things are very violent, volatile. You know, and and you'll notice after things are very volatile, there's usually a great change. And I think the only thing that we can kind of hope for or work towards, you know, is that it's it's change that's in the favor of of humanity,
1: mm-hmm.
2: well, that's that's, you know what that's I mean? the like
1: that's the hope. Right? Yeah, it's also the threat that we have two choices: socialism or barbarism. You know, yeah, yeah. victory or defeat. And yeah, there's.
2: But I feel like something the over- is going to happen. Something
1: is going to change. We just need to keep working at it and making sure that it's going to be. the But I guess in that the the
2: way that I'm I am hopeful mm-hmm. is. The fact that it is, it is generally, when you see these moments, even if, even if there is backwards progress in the moment, we generally move forward. You, like. Yeah. Like, in the like long I, like term. I, in the long term. But. You know what I mean? Sure. And, it's, and it sucks to li- live in the short term. hmm Things really suck right now. But. I'm hopeful things will suck less for my kids, you know.
0: One can hope. So, One can hope.
2: I mean, that's yeah. I mean, that's 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 how I look at it. Like the overall trajectory is like, you know, yes, things move at a glacial pace, but they do move. Um, and if there's anything to be said about social media and the age that we live in, I think. Things do move faster now, mm-hmm. you know, like the way that we're taught history is sort of like, you know, and all of these events like the Civil Rights Act and uh, Brown versus Board of Education all happened, you know, back to back to back. And it's like if you look at it, you um,
0: it's like a decade between. Oh these hell days.
2: yeah! Like, like Brown versus Board of Education 1954. was settled. Yeah, nineteen fifty four. You know, and you don't get the Voting Rights Act until nineteen sixty seven. No, sixty four, sixty seven. Well, there's the
0: Civil Rights Act of sixty four.
2: Yeah, the Civil Rights Act of sixty four. So I mean, that's a that's a decade. That's a fucking decade. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so the fact that it's like we go from. Ferguson um 2015?
0: Yeah. Or 14.
2: Um the the Ferguson arrest in 2014. It's 6 years later. And we are having, you know, there are cities that are like we're defending the police. You do see like the LA the LA teacher union Um, basically saying like, we're, we're on strike until you defund the police, like seeing that worker cohesion and worker coalitions, you know, it is taking, it is taking less time. Mm. So I think, I think that's, if, if you're going, if you want hope at this particular time, I think that's, that's something to hang on to.
1: So we we will try to remain hopeful. <laughs> uh. Anyway, on on a
0: lighter note, so so
2: <laughs> Wait, isn't this a podcast about popular culture? Like
0: So, so the moon's being cursed. What's going oh, on with Jesus. that? The oh, people oh my on God. TikTok tell me about this. They're hexing the moon. They're hexing the moon. And They're the fae
2: apparently, like what? It's, so it's a bunch of like Zoomer witches. Um Truly, truly, this is one of those things. Like every girl, except for me, I didn't. Well, I was raised in a very religious household.
0: You were Catholic. That was your religion. That was your witchcraft.
2: And I'm going to pray to this saint mm-hmm. for. Okay, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Words.
0: I mean, there's a there's a yeah. a lot of. Uh, I mean, in fairness, a lot of a lot of Catholic saints are actually just pagan deities.
2: Not Joan of Arc.
0: Just rebranded. That's true. Not Joan of Arc. Not Joan of Arc.
2: Okay, I'm sorry. But there are Um, some. She was my saint that I picked at confirmation. She's my patron saint. Um, Me and like every other girl. Because if you are a girl in the Catholic Church, you've got like five options. (laughs) Four of them suck and are for like chastity or whatever. And then you have St. Joan. And it's like, hell yeah, I'm going to pick St. Joan. Anyway, I'm sorry. is completely. Isn't annoying. the patron
0: saint of television a woman?
2: Oh, I don't know who the patron saint of television no, is. I
0: think I'm pretty sure she is, but you
2: can also pick like a man and then like feminize the name because you you have to add. The idea is that like your saint name becomes your new middle name. Anyway, yeah, I wasn't raised in a cult at all. Stop, <laughs> stop saying that. Saint Claire. Nick went through a Nick went through a witch phase. I did um, as uh, a young girl. It's apparently uh, Saint
0: Clair. Sinkler. As the patron state of television. Huh. That's um, funny. In 1958, on the basis that when she was too <laughs> ill to attend mass, she had reportedly been able to see and hear it on the wall of her room.
2: Huh. Good for her. I'm sorry. So going back to Zoomer witches on TikTok. So apparently, there's like a bunch of baby witches. Um, We're all going through their 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 young witch phase, as we all did as teenagers. Except for me, um, which we just discussed. Uh, and then they've all decided, like, why don't we just hex the moon? Because um, that's going to go well. Right. That's going to go well. I'm just trying to
0: figure out why.
2: I think, it, you know, they want to prove that they're powerful. They want to, like, I don't know.
1: It's, it's the why. It's, it's the why it's, that it was. It's see. the COVID times, and we're all bored as
2: hell. I just don't understand. Like, you, there's so many better things that you could hex right now. Right. Like... I mean, hex trump hex they done like, that. pants. That's, like That's i know happened. right like it's so passé at this but point like, some... we got to we got to hex the mood. but it's like i've known so i have slept with a lot of witches <laughs> i'm just going to throw that out there as a chaotic bisexual yes um and like all of the the women that i know have like worshipped the moon.
0: Yeah, like, there's a lot of moon stuff in witchcraft, which is why I'm trying to figure out the why. Why
2: are you hexing the moon? Like, yes! A lot of people, like, get their energy from the moon. Like it seems kind of rude, One honestly. of two
0: things is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Either, A, you know, you're going to piss off the deity of the moon from whom so many people, you know, derive their power. Which if is what, Artemis it. or... I mean, it depends on... Depends on which it, culture. It, yeah, yeah. There's, there's also all of the various deities of the moon. <laughs> you know, you're going to piss them off and then, like, have all that energy directed towards you. Um, or, or you know, sevenfold back towards you, if, if you believe in that kind of stuff. That is the way that that is generally seen. And considering how powerful the moon is supposed to be, that's going to screw things up. Or B... Nothing's gonna happen because it's the moon.
1: <laughs> well, apparently next on the chopping block is the sun. So we'll just have yeah, to see how that goes. I've
0: I've heard that one as well, and I've also maybe heard they're
2: the just again, to like, like well, they started maybe,
0: the Fey.
1: They I start. Think tra- <laughs> they got I think too powerful. Jesus
2: fucking Christ! <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say what you were gonna say, Alex.
1: I was just going to say that they they uh, they did the fey first, apparently, mm. according to my sources, and uh, either got bored with it or it was successful, and they figured in their hubris to try the moon next. And that's all it is. It's just hubris. You know? I didn't... I, I had, like, I don't think I had a witch phase so much as I had, like, a... Alchemist, like a weird, I don't of
2: know. Course. that's a witch phase.
1: I, I, w- I was into that's like tarot, basically and a witch shit. Phase. okay. Yeah, that's, that's a witch yeah, phase.
0: That's a witch phase. That's yeah. that is that's a hipster witch phase, but yeah. it is a witch phase nonetheless. <laughs>
2: okay. I talk tarot while I also listen to my vinyl records. Like, okay, uh, okay, that's um,
0: cool at all. But have you guys tried converting lead into gold? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Have you
0: heard about the Philosopher's Stone? It's really underground. Or this.
2: Ah. Ah. Uh, I was gonna say maybe they're just you know I mean Zoomers are nihilist, you know, in a much as fun. A yeah, as a rule, they're they're nihilist and in a more fun way than us shitty millennials. That's true. So maybe they're just trying to like bring on the end times. Maybe <laughs> they're just like you know what like
0: it's just gonna be like you know. We're going to end 2020 with, like, Majora's Mask. Yeah. <laughs> we don't deserve the moon's love is what they're saying. So I
2: know. No, I think that's, that's yeah. I mean, I'm, it's probably, like, 75% hubris, 25% nihilism. Yeah.
0: I think if that's... I know
2: Jen's ears, and I feel like I've got my pulse on the youth.
0: Yeah. No, that sounds about right, actually, now that you put it that way. <sighs>
1: Well, anyway, <laughs> thanks for thank thanks for tuning in to Witch Talk with some sort of a podcast, <laughs> uh, Hex Chat, uh, Hex Chat. Oh my
2: God! So I am on the TikTok. Hex Files. Sorry, ah, I love it. <laughs> okay, so I'm on TikTok as we've talked about uh-huh. since I, I joined at the start of quarantine. Um, so okay, so like every like fifth or sixth creator on my feed is like, oh my God, I accidentally got onto straight TikTok. I don't know how I did it. Like now I've got all of these people in my DMs yelling at me and like, like, and I'm just like, so I have been on this app for months and maybe it's because I don't create anything. I just watch, I'm just a voyeur (laughs) of the TikTok. And so, but like, I have yet to get on the straight TikTok, and I've been on Black Farmer TikTok twice. Okay, mm-hmm. like I, I don't know. Like I got on, like re- like progressive religious TikTok. I've been on hijab TikTok because that's a thing. Like seriously, like I have been on all. I have yet to have a straight cis white male crosseth my feed in a MAGA hat and like maybe now I'm like setting myself up for for a failure here but I'm like I don't you guys keep talking about how this is a problem but <laughs> I have yet to see it I mean thankfully like years of activism has told me that you know just because you're not experiencing a thing doesn't mean that it doesn't exist but at the same time I'm just like where the fuck is straight TikTok seriously I mean Midwest I- black farmer TikTok twice Twice. Like, how the fuck does that happen?
1: So I'm not on TikTok, but my sister is. And she keeps showing me all the things that she finds because she is deep in the Avatar The Last Airbender TikTok.
2: Oh, (laughs) shit. No, somebody's writing a whole musical on TikTok. I know. She's been showing it to me. amazing. And it makes me so upset that all these kids are like 16, 17 years old. And they're like... I heard this song in my bedroom about Azula and they all have these like big brooming Broadway voices. And I'm just like, you know, what? I could fuck yourself, <laughs> but what? also apply for like a top tier musical theater program, please. Oh. Like,
1: <laughs> But yeah, no. So she's been showing me all this and apparently um, she got our dad into TikTok. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> so there's your head. Cishet- White man so TikTok. Did
2: did he find
1: the straight TikTok? I don't know what he's found. I think he's somewhere between dog TikTok and aviator TikTok. Because he's a oh, pilot. Okay. Aviator <laughs> TikTok. Listen, if you
2: can think about it, it exists. Um, I mean,
1: he, he's created a TikTok video of like footage from him flying. So, you know, I guess aviator TikTok is now a thing.
2: I'm just saying, like, all of my thirst... Like, I have yet to come across a thirst trap that is not either a gay guy or a disaster bi (laughs) sometimes lesbian i actually no. i do get a lot of lesbian thirst traps on my feed and i'm just like damn girl anyway sorry but like yeah like i don't i don't know i don't think straight tiktok exists this is my (laughs) this is my flat earther moment like there's tons of unusual
1: size i don't think they exist (laughs)
2: Exactly. I'm exactly.
1: I am I am getting weird Tumblr flashbacks from this whole conversation <laughs> where it's like the the like the old Tumblr like 2011 Tumblr mm-hmm. where you've got all the fandoms doing their shit and yeah, yeah no.
2: <laughs> just Tumblr just, is like oh, wait. I've been actually,
1: speaking of Tumblr, I've been following a... I've gotten kind of back into Tumblr because a friend of mine posts a lot of art on it. Um, And there's a something called Heritage Posts. a user named Heritage Posts. That sounds like that could be real bad. (laughs) Who is making it... Well, it could. It sounds like it, but it's not. It's basically um, digging up old cringe from like the 2010s, from the early 2010s of Tumblr and bringing it back to people's consciousness. Oh, so no. all of the, all of the one slur fandom shit. Oh God. Of, yeah. All of that is being dredged back up from the depths and placed on
0: our Wait. feed. We did not know that that existed. What do we see?
2: I was Sarah Zed. Sarah Zed. Sarah Zed. Yeah. Did a yeah. whole video on the one slur fandom. I, I don't know. I, <coughs> I never got into Tumblr. I tried really, really hard. I could never find the weird shit. I didn't understand. Like, I don't know if it's because I'm an old lady or I'm an introvert, but like, I love Pinterest Mm. because you don't have to interact with anybody on Pinterest. You just like, you like boards and you save things and that is it. (laughs) You don't have to like fucking talk to people. I love it. I love Pinterest. And so like, I guess because I got knee deep in Pinterest, I never had any interest in Tumblr. And so like, I don't know. So I missed like this whole, I feel like I missed this whole social media thing.
1: Yeah, I I was like kind of into it. I didn't do a whole lot of interacting with people, but I definitely reblogged stuff. Um Anyway, I sent you the the particular oh
2: god. uh Oh my some. god. <laughs> Tumblr. Tumblr. This is our heritage. <gasps> Shipping a guide. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot that they shipped like the Weler and Jack Frost and they shipped like Elsa and Jack Frost like I don't know people people are wild,
1: yeah, there's a lot to be to be dredged up on that there's a lot of um like supernatural and uh, uh what is it what do they call it super hulock <gasps>
2: super hulock yeah yeah um it was it was the it was, like, a triad mm-hmm. of, like, you were into, like, Doctor Who. Yeah, Supernatural, Doctor Who, and um, Sherlock. Sherlock, Yeah. There was a lot of, I don't know why it was, like, those three in particular. And it was, like, kind of, like, if you we were in one of those, there was, like, a while where, like, if you were in, like, into one of those and you were either, like a teenager or a 20 something it's like you were into all three Uh, I never really got into Supernatural but I was into Doctor Who and Sherlock there's also a fuck ton of Super Who Lock fan fiction Mm. like those three universes like interlocked and I guess they're all having massive orgies (laughs) I don't know I mean
1: that's if if these posts are anything to go by, it would seem that way. Oh my
0: god. Uh. Oh, but SMT. SMT is coming back. I'm kind of happy about that. SMT. What is that? Uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Uh, it's the it's the parent series for um. Uh, Persona. Because Persona is a spinoff. Of another series.
2: Oh god, not Catherine's body.
0: No, Catherine is another um, is another game that's made by the same people, and I think
2: there may be some
0: characters in common. But SMT, okay, like you know how in Persona you can get those, you get the personas. Like I mean, that those, is the name of the game. Yeah, they SMT is kind of the same thing. From what I've, I've never played an SMT game because it's like, it did never made it very big in the states. Um, but now Persona has gotten kind of big in the states because Persona Five was fucking huge, and that made people go, "What is this Persona thing?"
2: Jesus, Persona Five was so big that it was like hot topic. Yeah, carried T-shirts of it yeah. and shit.
0: And then um, Persona Four Golden finally got released from the uh, PS Vita jail that it's been in because it's on Steam now. Um, and but apparently the next person, the next SMT game. Or they're like porting some old ones to things where people can actually play them now. I don't know. I, I've never played them, so.
2: Mm. Oh man, there's like, I'm not like other girls post on oh, this. God. It's <laughs> truly awful.
1: Like I said, dredging up the cringe. <laughs> They've got uh, some old rage comics.
0: Oh God. <laughs>
2: oh no. Oh God, do you guys? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. Now we're like, this is going to be the whole episode. (laughs) I'm so (laughs) sorry. This is
0: terrible for a
2: podcast. Oh, my God. Like, no, I'm just, like, looking through this. I'm like, oh, I forgot about, like, Dr. Horrible's sing-along blog. Like, that came out when I was in college. And people were, like, obsessed with it. Uh, I'll put a link Uh.
1: to this in the description. So if you all want to check this out, too, you're welcome to do so. Or you could just look up, you know, heritage posts. Um. But yeah, no, Uh, Hitalia is also
0: another thing that keeps showing up.
2: Oh, oh, man. Oh, God.
0: Tell us about Hitalia. I
2: gave, so when we moved, I sold back my DVDs because I was like, I can't. (laughs) I can't have this in my household. I have, I have a Jewish sister-in-law. Like, this is not okay for me to own. It was never okay for me to own, but, like, especially not now. I'm just like, oh, God. I got to get rid of this.
0: Oh, God, it's a Um, Sherlock Rage comic. Oh, God, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most horrible thing I've ever seen.
2: Uh, I mean, we've talked about Hitalia. Oh, dear God.
0: We've talked about
2: Hitalia on this. I feel like we don't, but, yeah, I, like, I don't know. I was an idiotic 19-year-old, so I was, like, into it because it was so irreverent. And now I'm just like, maybe some things should be reverent you know maybe maybe there's some things that just shouldn't be really made light of anyway it was so oh god it was so bad
1: mm, oh yeah oh, no jesus oh, there is
2: yeah
1: i i hated it in the day i hate it now i i don't mean to be that like but, like hipster of like oh, I hated it before it was cool to hate on, it. but like all, in all seriousness, no, it feels good. It feels in, good. In Shut in up, Nick. high school when it was big, um, it was all yeah. just like my biggest complaint was that it wasn't actually doing anything to teach history, and also the fact that Germany is apparently supposed to be a bitchy, but what is a Holocaust? He's like a...
2: He's like a bichy himbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they totally like just, just glaze. We just glaze over that. Um, Actually, no, Italy. Italy was the bichy himbo. Mm. I think Germany was supposed to have some sense. Um, They really got down America, though. I have to say that was a pretty accurate casting. Um, Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, God. It was, I, I cringe, hmm so mm-hmm. yeah I I I like sold my I sold my copies to like a used DVD store <laughs> when we moved and I was like it was one of those things Nick was like are you sure you want to get rid of these and I was like yes <laughs> why are you asking like we don't need to be reminded of this period of my life <laughs> uh god I uh, yeah yeah
0: I still have my uh Evangelion box set however <laughs>
2: But, oh, shut up. But
0: Evangelion. Mr. Like,
2: great. my anime taste has never been questionable. Like, fuck you. Like, <laughs> of course it has. Maybe not to my extent, but still.
0: I don't know. I I will still defend uh, uh, Gundam Wang till the day I die. I don't care how bad it actually is. 15-year-old me thought it was super deep. We tried to watch that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. I mean, the dub, it has definitely got, like, a, like a 90s dub. Mm-hmm. Like, that That dub has yet to be updated. But mm-hmm. for me, that is part of the charm.
2: That's kind of surprising. Is it because there's just been so many, like, sequels to Gundam Wing and, like, so many, like, spinoff series that they haven't? Well,
0: Gundam like... Wing is a spinoff.
2: Oh, okay. Because the original Gundam...
0: There's too many Gundams. Yeah, there's too many Gundams. There's just too many Gundams. Too there many are.
2: Gundams. Like,
0: there's... Too... the. I don't think... Like, when did the first Gundam come out? Like, 78? 79 late 70s at any event um and i don't think they have ever stopped making gundam series since then like i don't think there has been a year that has gone by without a gundam series of which gundam wing was just one but was my first one so that's why in spite of how bad it probably is in retrospect i still think it's great uh, I can never get into that like G Gundam series though the, the the one that was did you ever see that one Alex? Uh, I the or... only Gundam that I've seen is the one that you showed me. Okay, so so G Gundam, so all the Gundam actually that's not
1: true. I d- I did see oh, God what was it? Um, I think it was Gundam Double O.
0: I mean Double There's a whole shitload of things that take place in the 00 Mobile,
1: Yeah, I think it was Double Zero. Anyway. I have so, not seen. I have not
0: seen the one you're referring to. So okay, so all the Gundam series have in common the the uh, idea of like space colonies and giant robots. Like everything else can be different, but if it's a Gundam series, you're gonna have space colonies and you're gonna have giant robots. Mm-hmm. So in G Gundam. It's a little bit different because, like, in most other Gundam series, it's about a conflict between the Earth and the colonies, right? Mm -hmm. And in some of them, the colonies are good guys. And in some, like, in the original series, like in the original Gundam, the colonies are kind of like vaguely like fascistic. And then, like, you know, the Earth is like democratic. And so it's kind of like that kind of a conflict. Whereas in Gundam Wing, it's a little bit more muddled, where like the Earth is definitely more like militarized, and like the the space colonies are like plucky terrorists trying to take them down, kind of a thing. But G Gundam had a different setup, and G Gundam was uh, all of the countries of Earth, like Earth basically becomes uninhabitable. If I remember the the, I tried watching it a few times. I could never get in, but if I remember the setup, it was the Earth is uninhabitable. And so, like, all the... Con- but the countries of Earth still exist. So, like, the countries just exist as space colonies now. So there's, like, a space colony Japan. And was that the colony, one where it, where
1: it had, like, the stereotypical Gundam, like, of yes. Mexico with the sombrero? And... Yes. So okay. every...
0: So basically, every colony had its own Gundam. And there was, like, a, a Tekken-style tournament for like control of the world basically every few years and so <laughs> everyone would just send down it was it was like you know it was a a, a sanction it was like robot jocks actually <laughs> where you just like there's no war anymore we just have one on one giant robot fights <laughs> and every country had its own giant robot and i think like Denmark's was like the Mermaid Gundam because Hans Christian Andersen wrote the Little Mermaid and he was from Denmark, and so Dan- it was just it, it was just the, the, the Gundam best... with like a fish. That's, like... that's
1: a fucking stretch if I ever goddamn saw.
0: Oh man! But they were they didn't like, go they... with like a Viking Gundam like that would have no. been badass. No, no? it was the it was the Mermaid Gundam and it was blue and it was a fish. But it was a goddamn, like look it up, look up, look up a picture of it, um, and but like again, this was another one where like America was completely like nailed down. Did you look it up? <laughs>
1: this is so fucking stupid. It's sorry, so dumb. there. Holland. This is this is our image. I'm sorry. This is our our thumbnail. No, no,
0: no. You need to look up the the one for Holland because I'm pretty sure Holland was a windmill. It's a windmill.
1: Yeah. No, that's the one right next to it.
0: Ah. Uh. Um, But America's was dead on because America had like a big dumb blonde jock and his uh, his Gundam had like a football helmet on. (laughs) It was amazing. It was just it was just Sportsman like Sportsman was their Gundam. (laughs) He was like and I think he had like boxing gloves on his hands and a football helmet. It was dumb. It was so Mm -hmm. dumb. Um, But Yeah, that was one I never got into. Uh, even though, probably looking back on it, probably G Gundam is actually, like, objectively better than Gundam Wing. <laughs> anyway. We've been watching some anime. You've been watching anime? We've been watching some. What We've,
2: anime are we been
0: watching? We watched Pompoko the other night.
2: Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Pompoko is way sadder than I thought it was going to be.
0: <laughs> I know. We were like...
2: Holy shit.
0: I kind of bought it on a whim, because I was, like, uh, We needed, stuff-
2: like... Yeah, sorry. I was I, cut I you was off.
0: I was getting stuff from the uh, the shout factory store, and I found out that uh, they also like print a lot of the Studio Ghibli movies, which I didn't know. And I was like, "Hey, Elise, would you rather I get?" I, I can't remember what it was. I gave you a choice of like it was like Pompoco, um and there was, like, oh, the Cat, cat returns, returns and Whisper, and whisper the of the heart.
2: heart. And it was, like, oh, I need, like, it was one of those things where it was, like, oh, I'm $10 away from free shipping. Mm-hmm. Shipping's going to be, like, $7, so I might as well spend, like, the extra, this is where they get you. Yeah. Like, the extra $3 on they this. Got an- they got you. They did. Um, so I was, like, well, like, of those three, I was, like, I think, like, Pompoko is the one that I'm most interested in. But I was, like, I watched, I would definitely I definitely want to watch Whisper of the Heart and yeah. *and The Cat Returns. So we watched it the other night. We were like, oh, let's like order food. We'll like have like a really chill movie night. It'll be fun. And oh, my God. Like, and I was like, oh, *Pom Poker. Because like, I don't know. Like, I have very different taste in movies than Nick. <laughs> like, I think I blame it on the fact that it's like I really struggle with my own mental health. So like, I'm not going to spend time on like horror or, like, war dramas or anything. Like, I don't know. I just... I can't do it. I don't really watch that many war um, dramas. I guess we, we watched King, Kingdom
0: of... Kingdom of Heaven?
2: We watched Kingdom of Heaven. Yeah. And but we was also like, we could watch Kingdom of Heaven or these three horror movies. And I was like, okay, no, I'll watch Orlando no, It was a whole bunch of, um, <laughs> it was a
0: whole bunch of, like, period pieces. Because it was that Barry Lyndon, which I still haven't seen all the way through. And I can't remember what the other ones were. But we were watching a lot of, like youtube videos about like history like specifically like history in cinema
2: yeah always uh anton anton shay films on youtube he actually does like a lot of really good good stuff and i thought i thought it was pretty interesting um but it kind of got
0: me in the mood to watch like a historical movie yeah
2: and one of the movies that he'd mentioned was kingdom of heaven being really like not necessarily like the best movie, but like pretty historically accurate.
0: Well, at least in terms of like, in terms of like the material culture. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the material. So anyway, so um, so he's like, well, I like I'll watch Pom um, and we watched Pom It's kind of a bummer. Yeah, like it's adorable, but like, it's there are parts of it that are sad. adorable,
0: and then there are parts of it that are just like ridiculously sad.
2: Yeah. Have have you
0: ever seen it, Alex? Are you
2: familiar with what we're talking about?
1: I am familiar with Pompoco because I've seen commercials for it before other Ghibli films, but I have not actually seen it myself, no.
2: Oh my God. Okay. Also, side note to this story. I didn't realize that Tanookis were were real animals. Yes. (laughs) I didn't know. (laughs) I found this. I was... 30 years old when I found out that Tanuki are real animals. Because so, <laughs> I just assumed, I was like, no, they're like just magical creatures, like, you know, they're like jackalopes or something. Like, they're not real animals. They're just nope. like things that, like, people made up. They're real-ass
1: like, n- real raccoon dogs.
2: <laughs> yeah, Nick was like, no, baby, they're real. Like, he showed me, like, all of these pictures and, like, we were watching videos and he was like, they're real raccoon dogs. Like what they are like they they will dig through your fucking garbage and i'm like this is so magical
0: (laughs) (laughs) but like we were looking at pictures of them and it's like it absolutely makes sense that like you know if you're if you're a pre-modern culture and in your mythology you have stories about oh the foxes they're so clever and they they're so magical and they they shape shift and they like outwit humans and all this stuff. And then you see a fucking Tanuki that you're like, you see that it's basically got all the same powers as a Fox. It's just lazier.
2: (laughs) It's lazy and dumb because you watch these like videos of Tanuki and you're just like, Oh, Oh, you're just, you're just a dumb baby <laughs> on four legs. Like you don't, you can't function, can you? But it, like, it
0: kind of looks like a fox from a distance. It's just yeah, way yeah. chubbier. Oh
2: my God. They're so chubby. They're so, they're so chubby. And they like just fall over. Oh. <laughs> and it's so funny. And I feel so bad laughing at it. But they just, they just, they look, like, they just look lazy and and chubby and dumb, and I love them. I love them so much. Unfortunately, there's only, like, two zoos in America that have... I think there are three. There's, like, yeah, there's, like, three zoos in America that have Tanuki. And I guess it's, like, I guess it's, like, that thing of, like, oh, it's, like, a fucking pest. Like, it's, like, you know, it's, like, a raccoon. Like, it it shits on your car and it goes to your garbage. Like, why would you want to put this thing in a zoo? And I'm like, it's precious and I love it. And I want to save it.
1: Um, but yeah, it well, I guess do- we got to go to Japan then
2: at least. Yeah. Oh my God. I have an entire, I have an entire Japan trip plan <laughs> based around, around <laughs> whenever we can leave this fucking stupid country that we live in. But like, I have an entire trip planned to Japan just around like, all of the animal sites that you can go to. Then <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, this is how you get to, like, the deer park, where, like, the deer will bow to you and you feed them. and like Or the rabbit island. Yeah, rabbit island, cat island. Like yeah, yeah, I have all of, like, the animal cafes that you can go to in Japan. Like, I have it on, I have a Pinterest board of all of the fucking places that you can go in Japan. So, like, yes, no, yes, like... I feel like we should all save up our money now, and then just go after, after America gets accepted back into polite society, (laughs) which I feel like will be long after quarantine (laughs) ends. Oh, they'd be like, no, no, no. You, we know what you did during COVID. You sit in a corner and think about what you (laughs) did. (laughs) America
1: hasn't been accepted in polite society for a very long time, Elise. You're deluding yourself in that. But we've forced ourselves into it before. Yeah
2: well like at least like 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 last year when nick and i went to europe like our passports weren't declined and we weren't shuttled back home Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. of course we got mistaken for canadians and australians
0: at one point
2: it was like oh are you guys from australia and we're like no you're from canada and i was like i wish oh girl (laughs) i wish Anyway, so yeah, I found out that Tanookis were real and my world got a little bit yeah, more magical.
0: It was so weird because you asked me, I was like, oh, is there like a Tanuki island? Like there's a fox island. I'm like, I don't know. Let me look. And I looked it up and I like I couldn't find any. But I'm like, oh, but they are in um like the, there's a zoo in Atlanta that has them, and then you were like, wait, they're actually real? I'm like, yeah, why'd you ask me if there was an island of them if you didn't think they were real animals? <laughs> I
2: don't know I thought they were fake.
1: They they were they were an option when we played Golden Sky Stories. Remember, I thought they were fake. No, I thought they were fake. I mean, in I fairness,
0: they're... in fairness, Alien is also a uh, is okay. also an option in Golden Sky yeah, Stories. You're also like a
2: shape shifting fox spirit. Like, of course, yeah, but thought...
1: foxes are real. The shape shifting part, no, but the fox
2: is
0: real. I, I don't know. I, Have you ever seen I, a fox not shapeshift? You don't know. You can't prove that they don't when you're not looking. But it's like, I've
2: seen a fox. You know what I mean? Like, I've seen a fox. I've seen raccoons. I guess. I was just like, no, Tanuki are just like magical creatures that wear leaves. And, and have
1: giant balls. And yeah. have giant
2: balls. Like, of course they don't actually exist. Like, that'd be re- I also was the person, I didn't think narwhals existed for a really long time. Or I thought that they were like extinct cuz i was like there's no way that like a, a <laughs> creature this ma- i know i have a fucking masters degree it's sad like, like but yeah like i didn't think that like narwhals existed cuz i was like they're too magical to function <laughs> so it's like they clearly they can't exist
0: i but mean in like for- <laughs> in fairness i only i learned about I learned about narwhals when I read like the great illustrated classics version of 20,000 leagues under the sea when I was a kid, because like at the beginning of that book, when all the ships are sinking uh, and they keep finding these like triangular shaped holes in the hulls of the ships that sink. And it's like, well maybe it's just a giant narwhal that's like cutting it open. And I'm like, what the fuck is a narwhal? And I, Mm -hmm. you know, I looked it up or asked my parents or something. And I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. Like, But yeah, I would never have known that that was a thing that existed either if I hadn't gone looking for it actively.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, no, Tanuki. Tanuki, are real.
2: Creatures that I should not own as a pet, but now really desperately want to have <laughs> as a pet. I would love to have a Tanuki as a pet. Are you fucking kidding me? I'd name it, if it was a boy, name it Tomduck. And if it was a girl, I'd name it Snooky. Uh, <laughs> 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 That's good. I like that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, no. We, but we were watching Pom and it was like, oh, this will be so cute because it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, a, it's a children's movie. Like it is, it is very obviously meant for children.
2: But it's bo- also a Japanese children's yeah. movie, so you know that there's like at least some existentialism. But in like it. the stuff that I
0: thought would be like, oh, this is the stuff that wouldn't fly in a in a, a you know American children's movie. Would be like the magical testicles, which it it happened in the movie and like it's in the trailers and stuff. So I knew it was in there, but it's like, you know how like in a Disney movie, there'll be like one dead parent and that like scars an entire, entire generation forever. Mm-hmm. Like that's like half of this movie is like, <laughs> it's
2: okay. Is sorry. Like spoilers. I'm in, sorry. Did we care about spoilers? Well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's hard.
0: there's like like 20 main characters, there's like 20 characters in this movie. And like, I don't I would even go so far as to say that there isn't a main character. It's just like this group of like Tanuki living in this one place are the main characters. And like other, like they, they find others to help them from like other villages and stuff. And it's like, and a lot of them aren't even named. And it's like a lot of those unnamed characters you'll see for like a scene and then like, they'll just die. It's like, what the fuck am I watching?
2: I mean, and hey, it makes, kids,
0: like, do, you like, violence. It really well, I mean, is.
2: It's, it's more like a studio, studio Ghibli just being like, hey, you know that, that animal that's dead on the side of the road? Yeah. That you're, like, your mom just hit with her SUV? Yeah, it had a family <laughs> and a social life. And like friends that it, deeply cared about it, 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 so you should fucking feel bad.
0: And it is like because like <laughs> most of the time when a character dies, it gets it, hit by a car, and it's like the the, uh, the it made me think of there was this movie, and I, I'm I'm sure that I'm about to trigger at least like one like deeply held, um like deeply repressed memory. Is it Watership Down? It is not Watership Down because that movie is not really meant for children. <laughs> Um, but, but, uh, I can't remember what the name of it was called. It's it, but it's like a, it was a nineties animated film. Um, I think it was a Don Bluth movie, but I couldn't swear to it. And it does feature like a whole bunch of like woodland creatures and like, it's a very oh.
2: similar movie to are you talking about secret of Nim.
0: No, I'm not talking about secret. Okay. Of Nim, Cause I'm of of, not talking
2: about Watership uh, Down.
0: No. It is a because Secret of Nim was like the first Don Bluth movie. That one was from the eighties. Okay. This is one from like the mid nineties. I don't I don't even know if it was Don Bluth. It might have been something else, but this was a it was a mid nineties movie um, that featured a cast of woodland creatures, and it's a very similar movie to Pompoco where it's like oh these poor animals like humans are encroaching in on their territory, kind of a movie. Um. And it does feature a scene where the characters are crossing a road and one of them almost gets hit by a car, but then doesn't.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And, like, I remember that being very, like, you know, intense and, like, frightening, you know, as a kid. Um, but but in like, this movie, they cross this, the road and just get oh, no, they just And you see it. Like, you oh, see man. that shit happen. It is traumatizing. But then, like the rest of the movie, it's like, oh, these like goofy little raccoon dogs dancing around like and like every time they do something, they throw a big party and it's fun um and it's just it it is tonal whiplash like holy shit um, Elise, are you trying to figure out what the...
2: I, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck this movie is that you're talking about?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't remember what it was called. Um...
2: Uh, any anyway, but yeah, um oh it's just fucking wild anyway so but I mean like it's it's worth a watch um it'll definitely make you swerve uh to miss an animal <laughs> the next time you're like out driving around um god yeah no like I would I would never hit a tanuki
1: <laughs> you might accidentally hit a tanuki
2: that's true I don't know I don't know if I could live with myself they're just they're just too wonderful
1: um, they're probably wonderful to look at, but then if you like live next to one, they're probably like, "Oh fuck, get the shotgun." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean
2: that's like I like I said earlier. Like I'm sure that they just like they they go through your trash and they shit on your car, like raccoons here do. You know what I mean? Like fucking Disney. When I moved no, no, here, no, do
1: not shoot at raccoons or tanuki, please. I yeah. am not advocating tanuki murder. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But, yeah. But, like, I mean, I could see it, you know. I could I could definitely see people, like, oh, man, you know. Or, like, I, I guess, like, around here, it's, like, yeah, like, raccoons. You see a lot of raccoons on the side of the road and, like, groundhogs and things. So, I'm, like, okay, I could see it. But I don't know. And so... But, yeah, so, like, Pompoco, it's, it's good. It's really good. It's a real fucking bummer. Um. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's way more of a bummer than I thought it would be. Because, like... From the the trailer, it's like, okay, this is clearly oh, meant God. for, like, a younger audience. The than trailer
2: like- is just, like, and, like, the happy, like oh, those scrappy tanukis, like, getting into scrapes and figuring things out. And it's like, you watch the movie, and it's like, yeah, it's that. It's also like, oh, yeah, that that creature you formed an emotional attachment to got ran over by a car.
1: Do Americans just, like, coddle their children? Is that what we're discovering? And that, like, the rest of the world is like, no, they need to learn about death young so it doesn't disappoint them when they grow up and die early. I don't know. I don't
0: know, though, because it's like,
2: but like, like, because there's other... that whole, there's
1: the whole. What is it? The Moomins, of, of the Finnish animations that are like all about that too. Mm. I don't know.
2: I I've... I've never heard of those. Well, I mean, yeah. but it's like nobody dies in like Kiki's Delivery Service. No. Yeah. Nobody dies in like Lupin the Third. Nobody dies in. A Lupin um... the
0: Third is not for children. Yeah, but...
2: that's fair. But like, like Spirited Away. You know, even like, even when it's dark. It's not like anybody dies, you know? Like, I don't know. Um, maybe. I. Don't, it was also made in, like, a different time. Like, I don't know if you could make Pompoko today where, like, every other cat- raccoon dies. <laughs> um, you know. But, yeah, it's definitely not, like, it's definitely not Disney. But, yeah, like, I mean, Disney, in comparison to other animated films, is very sanitized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it's I think it's truly I don't know if it's like Americans shield their children from things. I mean, we kind of do, but I think of it more as like Disney is trying and it's it really boils down to capitalism. I know everything in this fucking podcast comes back to capitalism, but it's like they're trying to make a film for as big of an audience as possible. So, you know, you got to make it like as squeaky clean as possible and since Disney is like Once
0: Upon a Forest that oh, okay. was the name of the movie that I couldn't did you really need to interrupt me for yeah that? sorry, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> but it's like you know, like like Disney Disney is the biggest company um they produce the most children's media and like you either gotta be on the Disney model or you've gotta be starkly against it mm. and so I th- think that I think that's more what's going on as far as like American children media mm. Makes sense. Okay, so Once Upon a Forest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once
1: Upon a Forest. Not it was a a Don
0: Bluth. No, yeah. not on Don Bluth. Hanna-Barb- it was a Hanna-Barbera, Hanna-Barbera movie, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I kind of forgot that Hanna-Barbera did, like, animated feature films. But there was a little bit there where that happened. Interesting. Apparently, Elizabeth Moss is in it anyway
1: well uh, I I have never heard of this film before um, I don't know how many other people have heard of this film before
0: oh I've triggered at least one person who's like oh God holy shit I remember that movie <laughs>
1: <laughs> apparently it bombed in the box office uh, yeah
0: I mostly remember it because I think it, my sister had it on VHS and like she definitely had one of the animal like a stuffed animal of one of the characters um but yeah. So, yeah, that's one of the things that we've been up to, is watching that's
1: that. A, all right, sounds good, sounds good. Uh, uh, what have I been up to?
0: Have you started playing Outer Worlds yet, or Outer, Outer Wilds? I have not started playing Outer Worlds. Oh, damn
1: it. I, I actually haven't had that much time recently to play video games. Fair uh, enough. I've, I've gone back to work. I'm one of the the people that... We've dragged back to work in our effort to pretend that the virus is over, yeah, uh, and allow Floridians to meet with each other in mm. Virginia. Just cough
0: directly into uh. each other's mouths.
2: Yeah, but, like they have their own entire state shaped like a penis for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I
1: did want to say that while I haven't had much chance to read through it yet, I did receive like two days ago, um, a my a role-playing game that I kickstarted. Oh, nice. Uh, I've received in the mail a Vason, which is the Nordic horror role-playing game.
3: Uh,
1: I think I'd mentioned it briefly on the podcast before. but I think you did, yeah. Uh, but essentially, it's the setting is kind of like 1800 Sweden. Mm-hmm. And the idea is that the investigators are, you guys, uh, are people that have this kind of sight. Of the, um, of the supernatural, and so not not everybody can see them, but the player characters can, and they go off and try to you know stop these supernatural creatures from causing havoc in the small towns and villages across uh, the countryside. Hmm. Um, and it's got a whole section like like the I was reading through the introduction and it was actually very interesting because the creator was really inspired to make this off of a book by the same name, uh, Vesen, um, Spirits and Monsters of Scandinavian Folklore, which is apparently just like a collection of Scandinavian folklore monsters and myths uh, put together like a a, a log book of them. And the monster manual part of this book has all of them kind of set up just like that with all really cool and really, really nice illustrations um and so this is something that i might just like read through on its own merit for that um but uh i'm i i would want to it's a big book like this thing is hefty um in terms of page number it's not all that bad it's only like a couple hundred pages but it's it's a very large couple hundred pages yeah um and so i will have to read through all of this before i even consider running it um but i would definitely like to run something like that that's a or or even just run uh be in it yeah yeah uh i i I do have something of a fondness for like remote places and kind of the 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 nordic countries Mm -hmm. Uh, in general so i am interested to say the least but like i say i haven't really had much chance to read through all of it i just got through the introduction
0: uh Uh, speaking of rpgs yeah did you see that uh pathfinder 2.0 is on humble bundle
1: right now i did not see that pathfinder 2.0 had been Finished, let alone yeah. that it was on humble bundle.
0: Yeah, so they have like you can get. I think it's like twenty five for all the PDFs mm-hmm. in the bundle. But if you pay thirty and then like a few extra bucks for shipping and handling, you can get a physical copy of like the book mm. um, plus all the extra PDFs. And if you didn't know, um, Paizo has a deal with um, Roll Twenty, mm-hmm. where if you you can link your Paizo and Roll Twenty accounts. And everything that you have on Paizo's website, you have on roll 20.
1: I did know about that because our friend that's running our D and D game is doing that for the D and D stuff. Yeah, um, presumably, but, but like Wizards of the Coast does something similar for them. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I know that they, I specifically know that they can link with the Paizo account, um, mm-hmm. and so like I've got a shitload of Pathfinder stuff that I've gotten mostly through. Uh, humble bundle and so like i've got a whole bunch of books in my in my account for that now so i'm kind of curious as to see how all that works i haven't had the chance to which reminds me like all flesh must be eaten did you import that stuff from another pdf or did you buy it on roll 20
1: i did not buy that on roll 20 no um i that pdf i bought on i think drive-thru rpg
0: and then you just put it on your um roll 20 account uh no i I didn't put
1: anything on the Roll Twenty
0: account. Okay, because like, but like the character sheets and all that stuff. Like the character you...
1: sheets are already there.
0: That's what I was asking. That yeah, that's what I yeah. Was, no, I was trying to it, figure Roll
1: Roll Twenty has has um like when you create a game, you have the option of choosing what game oh. it is, and that will determine what character sheets come with it. Oh, cool. Um, okay, that's so interesting. Th- yeah, some I think if it's not something big like D and D or Pathfinder or something like that, it's oftentimes community created. So sometimes it's a little wonky. Like, for example, when I played, uh, I ran a spell campaign on, mm-hmm. uh, on Roll20. And the macros for the way that you would cast spells are not correct as written in the book. Ah. Uh, so we ended up doing it kind of manually. But everything else worked out fine. Uh, but, yeah, no, so they, they've got a lot of options when it comes to actually creating a game on Roll20. Even if you're not paying for it, uh, which I, should, I do not pay for,
0: I should look through it a little bit more then, because I've I've got like a whole bunch of books from like weird systems mm-hmm. that maybe we could do something with at some point. Oh sure, yeah, I I would I would love to uh, to play more games,
1: and uh, I, I I don't know if I'm gonna be willing to even though it's it's cheaper than getting Pathfinder, I really didn't have an interest in buying pathfinder myself um mm-hmm. because i know people that want to run pathfinder will probably get the book themselves yeah um, and i also recently spent a good 50 bucks plus on uh the latest edition of call of cthulhu
0: oh yeah that's right so
1: i have i have spent on uh, role-playing games a
0: lot already this month and that, uh, that is fair mm-hmm um i'm just looking at it now just so just so you're aware if you're if you are interested in it um there's like 13 days left it has it barely got has gotten started um but the five dollars or more gets you the core rule book character sheet pack and um it looks like some maps and like one-off adventures uh ten dollars gets you the world guide and then some more adventures and maps. $20 gets you the bestiary, the character guide, and then more adventures and maps. And then 30 or more, plus the shipping, gets you the core rule, like a physical core rule book. Mm. Um, and that's what I went with because I love me some physical books. Um, yeah, it is $360 worth of Worth of books, if you nice. pay the if you pay the full thirty. So that is, if you're interested, uh, if you're listening, it is going on for thir- So it will probably be twelve more days by the time you listen to this. If you're listening on the day it comes out, uh, and the money goes to I can't remember what it was, uh, National Urban League, the Carl Brandon Society, and the NAACP Legal Defense Fund. So. Good cause, good books, good good RPG system. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming Path the the original Pathfinder is one of my favorite RPG systems, and I can only imagine that they've improved it since then. I yeah, would think so, but
1: I like I said I haven't looked
0: into it much. Uh... Yeah, I I didn't realize that they had come out with it either. I knew it was in development. I just didn't know it was done. I know I know our friend was
1: making a game that he wanted to run in pathfinder yeah and so now that this is out he's probably gonna get it at some point but anyway if he doesn't know we should let him know that's Uh, that's stuff that's just between us though you podcast listeners don't know who we're talking about
0: (laughs) it's a mystery unless Unless you you are the person unless you Um, know if you know you know (laughs)
1: Uh, but uh, speaking of which, uh, speaking of like physical copies, I I was thinking about while I was running All Flesh and other games, mm-hmm. just how much I don't, I, I I can't get behind just reading a PDF off of screen. Yeah, um, I have for some reason like a lot of trouble just reading big blocks of
0: text off of screen. Um, it's easier. If we're doing it like if we're running the game online anyway, mm-hmm. it's easier for me to do that because I could have like the PDF open on one monitor, and like my character sheet over there, and then have like the game itself on the other monitor. Mm-hmm. But like if it, if I'm trying to like run a game in person and read off of a PDF, I can't do it. Yeah,
1: and I like, but even. Even the setting that aside, when I was helping people create characters for that, I usually... Like, I, I had it on my second monitor, but I also had it on the tablet. And mm. for some reason, having it on a tablet that was, like, in my lap that I could scroll through rather than on a desktop screen. Anyway. Yeah. That... that <laughs> real, real good content for the
0: listeners about uh, my personal quirks when it comes to reading i mean i f- i feel like that you're not alone with that mm-hmm. i definitely understand what you're talking about it's it's just that like it's not format like there's a difference between the way that a book is formatted and like a web page mm-hmm. and then if you're trying to read a book on a computer monitor it's just it feels wrong it does it does um yeah let's see what else oh we 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 dive back into the witcher
1: oh yeah how's
2: that
0: i've watched i think two three episodes i've watched three episodes so you're at the exact same place that we are
2: (laughs) yeah i um so so i watched the first episode and i didn't really like the first episode (laughs) i know i talked about that on this podcast and i was like "Eh, it's not for me um but then we we've We've really gotten into um Princess Weeks on uh YouTube. Uh, her channel is called
0: um, Metronome something. No,
2: right no, Melanin Melanin Pendulum.
0: Oh. Um Metronome Pendulum.
2: Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, she so she does really good stuff. Um if you know her, you would have known her from like um she's a writer, a frequent writer on she's like one of the head editors of the Mary Sue she's also does it's lit with um Lindsay Ellis Ellis for PBS so um so but she has her own YouTube channel and we watched her video on the Witcher and I was like she gave it like a pretty positive review and she was very much like you know it's not she's like it's not Game of Thrones you got to approach it as like you know Zelda uh excuse me Xena the warrior princess or like hercules from back in the 90s and she was like it's kind of nice because it's like you know for so long like probably like since the lord of the rings movies came out like fantasy has had to been this like serious thing and um and we saw that like really heavily escalate with like game of thrones um and she's like it's not that it's just you know it's it's fun it's just kind of silly it's henry Cavill being shirtless shown his bottom I was like, okay. So I gave it another <laughs> shot and I really wish somebody had told me, I don't know, maybe you did tell me, Alex, but it was like, you got to watch the first two episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause like the first episode is like poorly paced. It's really disjointed. Like I didn't understand why he was supposed to care about any of these characters. And I felt like it was just trying to do like a big money shot or a big reveal. And then the second episode is much, I don't know. It's more grounded. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like the narratives I cared about, like, characters, like, I cared about Yennefer, who gets introduced in the second one, second episode. Like, I actually, like, gave a shit about Henry Cavill's character in the second episode. Um, and instead of it being all of this, like, ridiculous prologue kind of stuff, it was like, oh, okay, like, there, there are characters with wants and obstacles and, like, just storytelling (laughs) you know like good narrative um so watching the second episode i was like okay now i'm hooked i want to i want to keep i want to finish the series so that's kind of like what it took for me because i'm like oh god i was not i was not impressed after that first episode Mm -hmm. and then the second one it was like oh it's it is just gonna be kind of kind of silly kind of kind of campy Kind of fun,
3: mm-hmm.
2: um, a little dark, a little scary, a little body horror, um, but not so overwhelming that that's all it is. And so, like watching that second episode, I was like, okay, I I can I can get through this series, I can enjoy this series. So yeah.
0: And I I wanted to get back into it because I've been playing the game again. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I've bounced off I've bounced off the Witcher series so many times, because I tried. I think what there were just two and people were saying oh man like the second Witcher like Witcher 2 is so good um, I was like okay well I'll, I'll go in and I'll start from the beginning and I just I bounced right the hell off that first game like that first game is so Eurojank and just weird <laughs> that I just couldn't and I never gave the ended up never giving the second one a try I have it on my Steam list that I don't think I ever played it Like, I bought that one, like, the first one and the second one as a bundle when they were on sale. And then, like, the third one came out, and they were like, everyone was talking about how great. Witcher 3, oh, man, Wild Hunt, so good. Such a great game. If you love RPGs, you'll love this game. And I started it, and it was just... I don't... I think it was, again, the combat, like, the the gameplay. Mm -hmm. Because I think I was coming off of it straight off of one of the Dark Souls games. Put a mark on the board. Um, <laughs> take a drink. But, yeah, take a drink. Um, but I I went into it straight after one of the Dark Souls games, I think. Um, because someone had been, like, comparing the two of them. I can't remember who or how. But was basically, like, talking about both of them in the same breath. And I kind of get it. But the combat in Witcher is so different from Dark Souls that I just couldn't get past how different it was because I was going into it kind of expecting it to be similar. And there are some similarities, but, like, the differences... And they were like... And I realized what it was actually today while I was playing it. And I was like, it's the camera. In Dark Souls, the camera during combat is just fixed pretty much, like, at the same kind of location relative to your character. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas it's much more, like, free-floating in The Witcher. Um, And I think that was kind of what what did that. And, you know, there's, like, lock-on and stuff like that. And there might... Honestly there has been so much time in between my current like dive into the Witcher games and the like starting the game that there might actually be mechanics that I'm completely forgetting about. (laughs) (laughs) Cause that's another thing about that game is it is dense with mechanics. Like there is so much shit going on in those games that it's like, and I'm, I'm finally starting to get some of them where it's like, Oh, You're going to fight this big, bad monster. Like, you're on a hunt to go find this monster. Here's what Geralt knows about the monster. Open up your bestiary and read about what Geralt knows about this kind of monster. Here's what it's weak against. You want to go into battle with this thing with these things equipped. Because that's how you're going to beat it. And it's like... I'm, I'm kind of getting into the flow of that. Like, I like that now mm-hmm. where, but they keep throwing all this stuff at you where it's like, okay, you can make, you found the recipe for this like oil that you can rub on your blade. And this oil is good against this class of monster. What classifies as the, this class of monster? Well, maybe, you know, and like, maybe Geralt knows and maybe he doesn't but maybe you'll figure it out after you beat it for the first time. And so now I'm kind of getting to the place where I'm like, I'm running into a monster for the very first time. And it's like, okay, so like uh, earlier today I was playing and I ran into a golem. And I'm like, okay, golems, like, do I have a bestiary for, for golems yet? No, I don't. Well, what do I know about golems? Well, I guess they're kind of similar to Earth Elementals. I fought an Earth Elemental before, and it was weak to this thing. So let me try using this thing in the combat and see how it works. Mm, It's not working that well. Well, it's powered by magic. So maybe if I use my bomb that, like, weakens magic in the field at the blast radius, maybe that'll help a little. Like, so that, like, that kind of stuff. Um, And I'm kind of getting into that. I'm enjoying that aspect of it when I wasn't really before, because it wasn't really what I was expecting. Um, But I do like that. I do like that aspect of it where you're, like, even though it's an RPG, it's like, Geralt is not your character. Like, you know, you're playing as Geralt. But unlike most RPGs where it's like, you get to decide who this character is and, like, how they think about things. In this game, it's like, no, you're playing as Geralt. He's an asshole. But you can choose what kind of asshole he is with the, (laughs) with your, uh, with your options. It's like... And you can do things that are kind of altruistic, like if you really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, those are the, the majority of their options are like, sure, I'll do this for a price, or this price isn't low enough. I want more, or it's too low. I want more money. But like, you do, like, I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing where the game goes. Because I'm trying to, like, avoid as many spoilers as possible with it. But from what I understand, there are multiple endings. And I'm like, how are those endings determined? Because, like, a big theme of this game is that even if you do things that you think are good, you end up fucking things over. (laughs) So, like, one of the secondary quests that I've done recently is, like, there are witches in this swamp. And you know that the person you're looking for has gone into the swamp. So you go into the swamp, and you try to find the witches to see if they know anything. And you find this little old lady who's taking care of all these orphans. Now, the little old lady, come to find out, is not a witch. But she's being used by the witches. And the witches want something from you in exchange, like, to give you the information. It's like, oh, yeah, we saw the person you're looking for. But you need to go do something for us. You need to go kill this. There's a spirit in this tree that you need to go take care of. So you go do it and the spirit's like, oh, those children are in danger. You need to let me out. I'm the only one who can save them. Like the witches are after those children. And so I played it both ways because I'm like, fuck, this is tough. Like, I don't know what to do. So the first time I played it, I didn't listen and I killed the spirit in the tree. And I went back and all of the children were gone. And the witches were like, oh, well, they're beyond like the suffering of the world now. We've taken care of them kind of a thing. I'm like, fuck, that's dark. So I reloaded my save and I went back and I, I did the thing. I, I, I released the, the spirit from the tree and I went back and the witches were pissed. It's like the children have disappeared. Like we don't know where they are but you're going to be punished for this kind of a thing. But I still got the information from them and they ended up punishing the old woman. And then I went to the town nearby and the spirit that had been rescued from the tree did save the children, but then wiped out the nearby town because the town had been doing things to the spirit that it shouldn't have been doing. Mm. So I'm like, well, fuck. And then like, like a whole bunch of gameplay later, I complete a secondary side quest another side quest and find out that I kind of fucked up that other side quest because I released the spirit because the little old lady that was taking care of those children turned out to be someone important. And the witches got pissed at her and cursed her as a result of what I did.
1: Yay. And
0: so it's like, Oh man, I don't want these kids to die, but because I didn't want these kids to die, all this other stuff ended up happening bad as a result. Um so it's like I really I'm really curious to see how the the cuz it's not like it's not like BioShock where it's like oh the 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 morality system is do you choose to be a child murderer or no <laughs> and if you choose no you get the good ending and if you choose yeah, I'll murder some kids, you get the bad ending. <laughs> This game is very different and much more complex in terms of its morality, which is really would, interesting.
1: Would you describe it
0: as Eurojank? I wouldn't just des- no, because no. Eurojank describes the gameplay. Oh, okay. Yeah, Eurojank is like definitely a style of gameplay mm. um rather than like stories. It mm. is it is I would describe the story as very Eastern European. <laughs> it is very very bleak um but i i don't know i'm enjoying it. it it's i and i was explaining this to elise the other night when we were watching the show is like one of my favorite things about it is like yeah there's all this like is it's kind of the anti-game of thrones where there's all this stuff happening around you in terms of like political strife and like warfare and like you know imperialism but in spite of all that you're a witcher and monsters need to be killed Mm -hmm. you know so it's like you're you kind of bounce around that stuff and you see it happening and every once in a while you get pulled into some little aspect of those like political machinations but at the end of the day you're a witcher people need your services yeah and it doesn't matter like what their political beliefs are as long as they're willing to pay you to go to you to kill the monster that's been terrorizing their village you'll do it Mm -hmm. which is it's it's a neat way to experience that kind of a world and it's very unique it is where it's like you don't really get pulled into the factionalism at least i haven't gotten pulled into it yet I'm starting to think that like it'll probably kind of be like a a, a, a like a Fallout game where at some point you will have to choose a faction to side with. But as of right now, it's just like, oh, I'm in this country that's being invaded by this empire, and I guess I'll go help out the people in the villages nearby, and, well, the empire is having trouble with this monster too, so I'll go to their army encampment and talk to their quartermaster. Hey, I hear you have a monster problem? Just point me in that direction. So I don't know. It's neat. Um, I like that. Nice. Yeah, I have The Witcher Three, but I haven't
1: downloaded it and play, uh, to play it yet. I should at some point.
0: I recommend it. Um, yeah. again, it, I bounce off of it a lot. Um, because it it is, it is difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is dense. Like they throw a lot at you in a very short length of time. Um but i just kept coming back to it and now i think i'm i'm finally in for good until i beat it the main reason i got into it though is because i like i it's taking up so much of my hard drive space and i have other games that i want to get to that i'm like all right i'm gonna try to get back into this and see if i like it and and this time i think i really do um i really wanted to play because i bought when it was on sale um disco elysium
3: Mm, and Disco yeah,
0: Elysium go. and The Witcher are taking about about the same amount of hard drive space. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to finish one of these before I move on to the other. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, that's what I've been up to.
2: All right. Uh, Elise, have you been up to anything? <laughs> I feel like we've talked about all the things that I've been up to. All right. Animal uh,
0: Crossing, Pokemon tab game.
2: Uh, shut up. More of the same. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think if, like, there's anything um, that we've been, that I have been up to separately. And there's really not. I mean, other than TikTok, eh, eh, that's it. That's all I've got to contribute to the conversation.
1: <laughs> well, I've I've been uh, re-watching Legend of Korra with uh, my sister. And that was coming oh, on it's Netflix. it's coming to Netflix on August
2: Netflix. 14th. Yes,
1: so you two should watch it, too. I know yep. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we just finished season two yesterday.
2: Oh, nice. So. Yeah. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it when it first came out, um, but mm-hmm. I haven't rewatched it since then. Yeah,
1: it's um, personally, I like it. Uh, my sister's having some uh, issues with she she doesn't like Cora. And I don't know what to tell her, but
2: I mean I I can't she's very they made a very distinct decision to not make her anything like Aang. Yeah. Um so it was if you liked Aang, mm-hmm. you're not gonna like Cora. But if you were like anytime Kiyoshi came on the screen, you're like, That's my bitch, then you <laughs> like Cora. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so but um, other than that, oh God, what have we been doing? Uh, dishes is what I've been doing. No, it's <laughs> uh, uh, there is a mod that just dropped that I took took a little bit of time, like a few hours last night, to check out as I was uh, winding down to go to bed uh, for Hearts of Iron Four. And I've told you before on the podcast about the Kaiserreich mod for Hearts of Iron. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the the kind of what if Germany won World War One scenario. Um, This one is. This one is a tried um, a a, how shall I say, heavily tread ground of what if Germany won World War Mm Two, kind of set in the '60s Cold War, Uh, but the the thing about it, the interesting thing about it is that it goes out of its way to portray how bad like like how unsustainable fascism is yeah as a not as a political and economic uh system uh and so it kind of goes out of its way to show that yeah the the germans won the war in this scenario but they're like eating themselves from within uh and it's only survived because hitler is still kind of holding it together but he's going to die soon yeah and i know i know the king of the high castle did something like that but in this scenario it's a lot less decisive of a victory so like the united states still exists as an independent superpower that's like hmm. there's the germans and the americans and the japanese all have nukes and it's the, it's a cold war scenario
0: yeah um uh, so but, what did like germany end up like successfully invading the soviet like like how did this time frame how did this timeline come about like
1: basically i i don't know the exact like timeline that led up to it but for some somehow there was a difference in the leadership of the soviet union so mm. like stalin never kept the power but it was some other guy a bakunin i think um and somehow for some reason that led to the soviet army not being able to stop them in time uh, and so the Soviet Union collapsed in forty two, but okay. but it wasn't all conquered. Like like the the one game that I was able to get into the thing, the one thing that I started, was that the Germans managed to make it to Moscow, and the Union just collapsed into essentially a warlord state. Period, hmm. because trying to occupy all of russia is a yeah. fool's errand even for the russians yeah um, that's so out. so you have you have a fragmented like siberia with a bunch of little russian warlords and like former soviet commissars that are running around trying to do their own thing uh and so that's that's what i kind of started as is one of these like successor states to the the soviets trying to rebuild it um and the the United States is under Nixon uh, and is dealing with its Oof, own like sixty. I mean, I guess like that, that, I could see
0: that. Yeah. Uh, 62. Is... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. If he went from, I mean, but would Eisenhower have been president, were it not for like beating the Nazis? I don't know. Whatever. Again,
1: I don't know who was, who was president before that point. Um, I don't know the whole timeline yet. I, I, there's probably like a, a wikia, for it that will have the whole timeline leading up to the game start um but there's essentially like i was reading an interview with the creator and the, the creator of this game is like a big time leftist um and was trying to go into the how it wanted to portray how it's going to be obvious that the Germans and the fascists are going to collapse. Yeah, and then at that point, it's going to be very obvious that the United States is the villain. After that point, like it's only rosy in comparison to fascism. Yeah, in in the way that the uh, the the kind of it, it it has the potential to go more to an apartheid state uh, in this scenario, mm-hmm. with influence from fascism still existing. So. There's a lot of that going on, and uh, I don't know much about the Japanese-Chinese scenario part of it, uh, so I really haven't gotten that much into it. It's still in development, but uh, it released, like, they're doing this thing where it's, the game is planned to take place over the course of 30 years, 30 years of gameplay to- time, mm-hmm. um, but they've only released the first 10 years for, mm. for, for, develop for for to play uh, and then they're going to release another patch so it's from 62 to 72 and then there's another one from 72 to 82 and then 82 to 92 uh and there's like a, a canon timeline that goes through that um another thing that happens in in the base game of hearts of iron 4 um because it's a world war two game mm-hmm. you can develop nukes yeah. um in this one of course everyone starts with them well the the major superpowers start yeah 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 uh and it's a scenario that is trying to mimic cold war politics so you if you have germany and japan or germ or the u.s or all any of the other major superpowers actually go to war with each other the game ends Hmm. like you get a pop-up screen that says thermonuclear war the game is over have a nice day (laughs) so so it's trying to encourage the player and the ai to focus on proxy wars like like the actual cold war
0: um oh god that that kind of reminds me of that art like that uh indie game uh that's about nuclear war what is that um defcon defcon yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, I I've, I've I haven't played Defcon, but I do know about it and oh, it's it's kind of like is, that. that.
0: That game is so good and so mm-hmm. bleak. Mm-hmm. It is it is the papers please of RTSs. <laughs> Where, like, the whole point of the game is just to kind of get you in the mindset of, like, how horrible this is, like, this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, to the point where the soundtrack is just, like, this weird, like, ambient noise that includes, like, children crying and things like that. Oh, God. It is... I've played it a few times. It is... I wouldn't say it's fun, but it's a good game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... But but anyway, the this
1: this game is something that I want to, to do more in and, and kind of look more into before I give a proper analysis of. But yeah. it's it's something that just released like yesterday and so I figured I'd make the announcement about it. If he, if that sounds interesting to you and you have Hearts of Iron Four, go ahead and check it out. It's called uh, the, it's called uh, the new order it's called hearts of iron 4 the new order oh, of course of course and like the uh like the wolfenstein like the movie. wolfenstein game yeah um there there was there was an incident like the game starts with like an incident called in the file in like the the news feed um the we uh, just successfully resolved the hawaiian missile crisis <laughs> which just Sounds lovely, but I don't know the details because I didn't play as Japan or the United States. Because um, in this scenario, Japan annexed Hawaii. Yeah, that uh, makes and, sense. In part of its uh, winning uh,
0: of the war. Anyway, uh, speaking speaking of uh, Wolfenstein: The New Order, we mm-hmm. watched a video the other day that I I, I will recommend to you. Uh-huh. um it's like a it's a youtube like uh video essay i can't remember the name of the youtuber but the the title of the video was something like um whiteness and judaism in... oh i've seen that oh yeah, yeah? okay
1: yeah
0: yeah it popped up in our recommended feed and i'm like what is this uh, i don't know it was i i thought it was interesting um and it does make sense like it kind of made me want to go back and replay those games again because those games are excellent, <laughs> at least the first two. Um, yeah, I, I've heard not so great things about the most recent one, but I think
1: that's Jacob Geller is the YouTuber. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I've i am I've uh, watched several of his videos and uh, yeah. No. I, I've seen that one.
0: It's good. <laughs> All right. Uh. Yeah. I think that's about it for me. Lise, you got anything I'll add?
2: Yeah, no, I got nothing.
1: All right. Is that a podcast? I think that might be
0: a podcast. All right. Well, take care, everybody. Wait. Stay safe. Until next time, I'm Nick. I'm Elise. And I'm Alex.
1: And uh, good night, everybody.